Hey boozers, welcome to Booze E Banter, a podcast where we take a topic and pair it with a drink. I'm Justin, and this week it's a little more broad on what we're going to talk about. It's really just based off a uh, conversation I had with someone very close to me, and I felt like the outcome of our talk was a good reminder on something that we should all just keep in mind and remember from here and there, um, just something to be mindful of. So with that, let's pregame. This week, I decided to bring somebody really great back, um, somebody that I felt would be very helpful in getting more into this topic and sharing, you know, more point of view. So we have Ray Mike. Hello, my alcoholic friends, <laughs> fellow, fellow alcoholics, I guess I should say. <laughs> and um, honestly, for this episode, I really just want you guys to get that takeaway. Just a reminder um, on something that I really got out of this conversation, which was basically recognizing how other people like our environment can kind of direct our own emotions. And sometimes we kind of don't recognize that. So just kind of being aware of that. And I'll get more into that in a little bit. But Ray Mike hooked it up with the drink today. We have a vodka and some club soda. But feel free to um, you know, speak on that a little further, Ray Mike. So my um, drink I brought was, like you said, vodka soda. But with a little bit of a twist, instead of using regular vodka, I used grapefruit vodka. Um, my favorite brand is Deep Eddie. It's a... Texas brand, and hopefully we'll get a sponsorship from this because we need some money. But um, amazing vodka, and one of the cheaper vodkas that you'll find, especially flavored. Um, so, and then we did a little dash of some what was it, lime essential oil? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I've been talking about the podcast. Uh, I brought it uh, up a few times. So my side business in is in essential oils. So. Um, I didn't have limes, but I decided, hey, what the heck? Like, I drink my water with lime essential oil, so let's try that. So we decided we would use a drop in each of our drinks, so there's there's that. And it helped a lot of the flavor. It's um, very, I feel organic, and I feel like we're really healthy. Um, <laughs> You're, like, detoxing as we speak. And yeah, I've, de- tux, I can feel all the toxins. Toxins in my body. <laughs> um, everything is better now. So yeah, everything's good. We're very detoxed. Oh my god, I'm, I'm, I haven't tried it yet, so I'm glad you like. I haven't it. even tried it yet. I thought. No, I wait, you, you fucking bitch. Oh, Cheers. I didn't realize we were waiting. That was a really good ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh shit, it's good. Grapefruit soda, grapefruit vodka is typically not top shelf either, so it's not going to be expensive even at the bar. I get it at our <sighs> local bars all the time. I don't want to plug them because ah, <laughs> i wonder um, if it would be because i'm not gonna lie like nowadays when i go out if i do want to drink like and get lit like i would prefer to have vodka water with lime i don't know if that it's considered a bottom shelf or like the well but mm-hmm. I, maybe it would be if it's all they have as far as like the grapefruit like vodka. if i were to ask like grapefruit vodka and water yeah whatever that and i think because they don't have a lot of grapefruit vodkas here so maybe that would be it um certain places but not all uh, yeah like, everywhere I don't know, mm-hmm. but I mean, honestly, we can't go to bars right now anyway. Sad. <laughs> I would want to try. I mean, there's a few places that are open that are like restaurants. Yeah. But, you know. Or hotels. You can go there. Yeah. But at COVID, everybody stay your ass home. Wear your face mask. All right. So. We're actually wearing face masks as we speak. Um, we're six <laughs> feet apart. Um, 
we actually got a pool noodle in between us the whole time, so <laughs> if we tried to move, we would be six feet apart. There's a plexiglass between us. It's a little blurry, so honestly, Ray Mike, you look amazing. Well, I'm naked, so <laughs> thanks. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's how you fix the drink. Um, Justin put his taste on the glass, so... <laughs> oh my god. He's trying to show <laughs> How much of everything did you put? Like, what was your, like, oh, ingredient okay. um, ratio? I, I do the shot of the vodka, and then I just kind of, I would say probably, like, uh, two, three shot glasses of the Tochiko. I didn't actually measure that well. I just kind of did, like, I think the portion is probably, like, one to two. Okay. Um, would you say, like, a, qu- a quarter? Alcohol, sure. three, four, like yeah, club soda. something around there, and then your little dash of um, essential oils. <laughs> so, if you don't have those, definitely use like lime juice. But, yeah. Um, keep in mind, not all essential oils are something that you can digest. So, really look on the labels. This is DoTerra essential oil, and these ones are ingestible. So yeah, just be aware of that. I don't want anybody getting like poisoned. <laughs> like the stuff you buy at Target, Walmart, whatever. Like check it. Yeah, check it. Don't don't just ingest those. So yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts so far? Because I I was pretty broad on this topic. So how do you think it's gonna go? Like what direction do you do you think I'm gonna take? I want your thoughts before I actually dive in. <laughs> well, I noticed like the what kind of what you gave me was more about like the energies around you and the people you surround yourself with. It seemed like like yeah. you know feeding off of those. Um, with that being said, my like first immediate thoughts were about those like boundaries we have with other people and that how we so let them important. affect us. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. And like, <laughs> I love a boundary. <laughs> I mean, that was an episode Speaking of this plexiglass. And I, <laughs> and I think like yeah, like having that callback to the boundaries episode. Like, I just definitely want to grow on that um, because there's are there's instances where you can't really set certain boundaries i mean you can try your best but when it's like something like coworkers and you're stuck by them anyway and you can't help but overhear them and their drama and you can't help but kind of get sucked into it like it's hard to set up a boundary with that or i mean you always could just be direct and say hey look you talk about this i'm around you and it, it gets to me or you could just be that person that's like, you know what, I'm just going to take this into my own hands and deal with it the best that I can. So when I had this talk with this friend of mine, I, I really want to keep it anonymous to her. Um, but the talk that I had with her was very much about a situation that she's stuck in where she has no choice but to kind of accept the emotional environment that she's stuck in. And it sucks because it really has affected her. But when I had this talk with her, when we both had this realization that it's not her fault, then she's honestly been able to understand it, like take a step back and be like, okay, that's not me, that's you. This doesn't really have to deal with me. I'm not the one who feels this way. And now I'm going to like focus on what I need to focus on. So to be a little more specific... And I still want to be broad, um, but basically, to kind of give you guys a hypothetical, think about it like this. So you're in a situation that's really what's best for you in the long run, and you're having to be in an environment that normally you would avoid at all costs. And because this has to do with family, you kind of put that 
aside because they're helping you. You are going to benefit from this in the long run. So you're kind of like, okay, it is what it is. But we all have those families. Um, not we all, but some of us have those really difficult families where it's just kind of like, oh, you hate going home or like you can only be home for so long before you get kind of trapped in like your home or family's, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like bullshit (laughs) Um, or like bad vibes. I mean, so for this particular person, she's stuck around individuals who kind of drink to get drunk on the regular and are seemingly miserable people constantly (laughs) no um (laughs) but like seemingly miserable in a sense of like they're always being negative like they have nothing good to say they always want to cause drama and like at the end of the day like who is that benefiting nobody like you're just perpetuating a negative emotion constantly and it sounds like they've just maintained that kind of environment for so long that now that's just all it is and I feel for my friend because she is such a positive person. She's a happy person, like, and she moved out of her apartment to go and live with um, family to kind of save up money, and you know, it's just the best thing for her. But now she's like, like, you know, my husband can tell that I'm off, and like, is saying like, why are you so angry? And I told her, well, okay, let's think about that, right? Like, what's changed? from where you were the person you liked to now and she was like well I moved out of my apartment and now I'm here and I told her well bam right there like that's huge so describe to me what that's like like tell me like emotionally how you feel and she was like well you know it's just very unlike me it's always drama and you know putting people down and you know when I'm happy and I walk in I feel like they don't want me to be happy and they kind of like shut it down um and I was like well there you go like you know that that has nothing to do with you it's about these people that are in your environment I'm like you can only do so much with that and I'm like so I mean the the best thing that I could say for her Ray Mike was like you just have to recognize like when you are starting to feel low that that's not yours that you're walking into an environment where they've kind of maintained that type of energy that it kind of rubs off on you and like you just told me like you may come home positive and happy and want to share that with them but then they're kind of like stop being so happy (laughs) (laughs) and like i i don't know have you ever felt like you've been in a situation like that um so, as you know, I don't know if our listeners know, um, that I do work in mental health. And so, it's actually kind of, um, maybe ironic, I'm not sure of the words right now, but I would say ironic, <laughs> that mental health jobs are probably some of the worst jobs you can have. You have a very, very toxic environment. They expect you to produce these hours. They expect you, you know, these places that are supposed to be nonprofits that are supposed to be these great places to get all these services and stuff are, they're very difficult to work for. Um, I'm not going to name any places cause I can't, don't want to get fired, but <laughs> um, they're really hard places to work for, you know, then the job in itself is really difficult. Um, the program I work for is the most intense program you can work for. Probably I can't, I'm not also not going to name that one. <laughs> I'm not going to do any name dropping today, but regardless, the environment may be very toxic. And so for me, 
when I first got into the field, um, it was rough. All of my families were going through everything because these kids are, like I said, are the most intense you can find. Um, so they were all going through their different battles and demons. And um, I can tell you that, you know, for myself, I had a really, really hard time for a long time um, to the point where I was taking on the symptoms of my kids. I have a kid that was schizoaffective um, and they were, you know, they would have hallucinations. And then, so at one point I was losing so much sleep at night. I would sleep one hour, maybe a night. Um, And I was starting to have hallucinations and I was starting to feel depressed and anxious. And I've never had those diagnoses. It's something that I've never dealt with. Um, And so that environment is difficult to cope with and deal with. The thing that I had to do was really figure out for myself, like how, what do I do here? Like, how do I figure this out? Right. And so having that boundary of being able to disconnect and say, I've done all I can do in this place. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and do something else now. Like I'm going home at the end of the day was what I had to do to just disconnect and really understand that. I think the difference is that whenever you're at home and that's your place and your environment, that that's where it becomes a even more big of a problem. Um, yeah, because that's like where you're supposed to unwind. That's where you're supposed to feel safe. Yeah. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think, yes, like being able to separate and say like this energy is not my energy. This energy, this this bad aura or whatever you're feeling at that time, is not yours. And recognizing that is probably the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. But then, once you recognize that, what's the next step? So yeah, you know. and like I told her <clears throat> because. It was like, okay, now what, right? Mm. I'm like, okay, so yeah, now that you recognize, like... And and in this book that I'm reading, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, um, I believe it's... He has this really good point of, like, moving from one activity to the other, making sure that you kind of reset and release. Mm. And it's kind of like you set intentions for, like, the next thing that you're going to do. So it's just like, okay, I just finished this activity. This is how it went. I accept it. I'm moving on. And I'm going to start this thing... Um, and this is how I want it to go. Mm-hmm. So like getting home from work, you're going to go see your wife and kids. And now you're just like, okay, like I want to make sure that my wife is really happy and she feels supported and uh, that my kids are happy to see me and that, you know, I spend some quality time with them. And then like, instead of going home and you're like, like I want to just relax and now I have to deal with these hyper kids and my wife and no, like you can set this home for a great evening because now you're kind of reset and now you're going into like seeing everybody in like a better place instead of carrying what you just left onto what you're about to do. And I feel like nobody really does that. I feel like nobody really has that, um, stop and release and then start new. And we all kind of tend to carry on to our new activity, what we just left out of. So I think that's a good practice. So for my friend, it was like, okay, you're just getting out of work. You're exhausted, but you did have your time away from that place, <laughs> um, which you can only do so much of, right? Because one, it's still a job. Like, yes, you're doing what you like to do, but it's still a job. So I'm like, what time do you have to yourself? Like, what can you do to like release and just like reset And she's like, well, I do have my room, but I can't really do the things that I like to do because I'm in somebody's house. And I'm just like, that's true. It's not your own space. And that sucks. So I'm like, okay, well, even if you have to go and find something somewhere else, like try that and then, you know, make your way home. And I'm like, ultimately, you just have to remember that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, Mm -hmm. that you're doing this for a good reason. 
And focus on, like, focus on that, hold on to that. So when you do get in these mindsets, just remember, this is temporary. It's not, it's not my forever. It's going to help me to get to my forever. And she was like, okay, yeah, I could do that. And so she felt empowered. She felt really, like, empowered to, like, going back home. And it just so happened that I was, like, her last person to see for the day. So she was like, okay, good. Like, I feel even more ready to go home and be okay. Uh, so I recently checked in with her, and she's like... <laughs> it's still hard. Like it's hard. And I, I don't blame her because like, to your point, your home should be your safe place. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to go home and be like, okay, these people are going to be really negative. I have to remember that I'm happy and keep a happy face. I'm like, that's, that should not be what you're going home to. But I am glad that she has technically her own room. So you can kind of like do what you can in that space. Yeah. Um, but for you, Ray Mike, like for me, I've felt this in my work environment because, not me necessarily, but I've heard of friends and coworkers where, like, they have had this consistency with their manager where they just can tell that they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, the manager just doesn't want to be there. They're already over, like, not being home or wanting to just be home and not work. And now they're like, well, I don't feel like I want to work either. And now I don't feel like... I want to be here. And so like it rubs off like the way that your attitude is and whatever energy that you're carrying, it rubs off onto other people. Like that's why when you see very like a B people, you can't help but like be like, Oh, okay. Like you try to interact with them and you kind of feel like a sense of uplift yourself or like, you know, you have that talk with your (laughs) depressed friend and you walk away and you just kind of feel a little more drained. Mm-hmm. Like it's those kinds of things that people don't aren't always aware of. And to your point, like, yeah, you can set boundaries and be like, okay, I know this person's always anxious and they kind of freak me out. So I have to limit my time with them. Or, I mean, that's definitely one thing you can do, but if you're kind of stuck, like in a work environment or something and your options are limited and you kind of have to just deal with it, I feel like the best thing to do is just recognize, like, I'm coming into this space and I'm going to keep this energy mentality that, like, I'm just going to get through my day in the best possible way. I'm going to enjoy today and make the most of it and just keep moving. Like, but I don't know. I just I wish there was more that I could do for her just because I can see it eating at her and I, I can see it, like, changing her in ways that she doesn't want it to happen. Like, she doesn't want to be affected. But the end of the day like you can only do so much and that was just the best that i could tell her so i see what you're saying and i think that my i the only way i can think of a solution or like advice or help i can give um and this is something that we do in mental health like call it a crisis and safety plan um but basically what it is is this it's this um you picture like a a long line with a mountain, almost like our COVID like response. You know, it started out low and then it got really high, and then it's, gonna, it's supposed to curve back down. <laughs> We're waiting but for that. But there's different pieces of that, right? And um, by the way, I also usually charge for this, so this is free advice. So everybody just like write, take notes because this is usually something I build a lot of money for. Um, essentially, the the if you think of that mountain top or that hill, the very top is like this crisis level of. We, you know, this is like hospitalization. Like you need to go to a psychiatric hospital because you're trying to hurt yourself with someone else. We try to prevent something before that even happens. So, and that mm-hmm. is where we come into that self-care that we don't always take care of ourselves. So 
um, whenever we come up with these plans for for the consumers I work with, we start off with very beginning of the day. Like, what is your your morning routine look like? You know, what kind of like things do you do that make you feel better or feel more comfortable? So starting it off with those like positive notes, you know, sometimes we would have kids do like maybe a little couple of stretches in the morning or maybe they drink their coffee or they watch a show they like, whatever that looks like for you. Taking those little routine things that you like to do and putting them into play every single day mm-hmm. is going to help your own energy kind of stay where it needs to be. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, like work happens and you have those routines, but say even like when you have your lunch break. What are you doing during that lunch break? Are you still talking about work? Are you still doing all those things that are work-related? Or are you kind of taking that time and saying, I'm not talking about work. Let me go and eat. Let me go relax, read a book, whatever that looks like for you. Um, Ultimately, it's about coming up with some sort of things that kind of keep your mental health in check for that little small point. So that way, whenever you do have to go back into whatever environment that looks like, you're already going to be in a better place than whenever you go in there, you know? Yeah, that you, makes sense. You kind of prevent the prevent it from getting to a place. So that way, um, I guess you can think of it as almost like a boiling point kind of mm-hmm. thing. You're preventing it from getting too high, so you're going to kind of try to level it out while you can, and then when you're in that environment, you can hold on to it for a second until you can get past it. Yeah, um, Of course, sense. ending the day with, like, some other sort of self-care routine, um, I think we mix up self-care with these other pieces. Like, you know, we want to say, oh, it's, I took a a long bath today. That was my self-care. I did yoga on the weekend. That was my self-care. Self-care is a constant everyday thing where you start off your day with self-care. You go throughout your day using positive affirmations. You're going on your lunch break and you're doing that self-care routine too it can, doesn't have to be these big extravagant, like I went out to the beach and that was my self care. Um, I, um, had a glass of wine at the end of the night. That was my self care. Like, no, take care of yourself all day, every day. Like that's what we're, that's going to help prevent those big, ugly feelings from coming up and they're going to happen regardless, but it's just you'll be more prepared. Yeah. To be more level headed during it. Yeah. It's a good exercise to have. And like, for me, I mean, I don't love my job, but I know that it takes really good care of me and without it, like a lot of things wouldn't be possible. So to make sure that I'm getting through my day in like the best possible mindset and, you know, doing my best and putting the most that I can out, I watch like a comedian on my break just so that way, like I can get a laugh in and like have that moment of like, just, I don't know, like feeling good and getting my mind off things and just taking a minute to like laugh about life. And like the great thing about stand-up comedy is they take like real life and they laugh at like what it is that's going on in the world and it's so important and there's so many good comedians out there on Netflix. So I like highly highly recommend that you all take a minute and just find something that makes you laugh. Like for me even watching YouTube videos of someone scaring somebody else, like, that cracks me up. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know, watch, like, babies laughing or, like... Uh, Anything that can make you feel better that at that moment, you know, those little, tiny little things that help you feel better are important. Yeah, and I mean, definitely, like, essential oils have helped a lot, too, just because that's, like, an aromatic thing that kind of triggers something in your brain. But, like, those exercises like going for a walk or like getting your heart rate up with physical activity like I didn't start doing that again like when COVID happened like I lost my 
normal workout plan. And I totally saw that taking a toll on me because, you know, I'm not releasing those endorphins in my brain. And, <laughs> like, I'm just not... It's just so important. And people don't realize, like, how big physical activity is. And just recently I started, like, this hit class every Wednesday, Saturday. And, like, that has made such a big turnaround in my life. Like, I just have more energy throughout each day. I'm actually getting good sleep now. And, like, those two things are huge. Like, making sure that you're taking care of yourself and getting enough sleep. And then doing things that, like, get your heart rate up. Things that you're excited about. Things that, I don't know, just make you thrilled to do like making sure you have something like that in each and every day like something to look forward to is so important and I came across this post today on Instagram and I I was like oh this is perfect um it's from the positive minds Instagram page um but it said loving yourself means that you won't intentionally put yourself in situations you know are toxic for your being you matter, which means you need to do all you can to protect yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mm-hmm. Be wise about your choices and decisions. And, like, to your point, Ray Mike, like, be conscious of your choices and decisions, right? So on your breaks, are you still talking about work? Are you talking about drama? Are you talking about, you know, all these negative things that are happening in your life? Or are you taking a minute to get fresh air and, like, enjoy the outdoors or be thankful or expressing gratitude or doing those types of exercises like taking a minute to watch a comedian or a funny video you know what i mean instead of like going on instagram twitter or facebook and feeling bad about yourself or wishing that you were just like that coworker or friend that's traveling and you're stuck there at work like that's not doing you any good either um so i know like yeah that post says like don't put yourself in situations where you know are toxic for you Again, like this whole episode is recognizing that sometimes you're stuck and sometimes you can't help but be in those situations. But remembering that, you know, am I taking from somebody else's experience right now and making it my own? Or am I truly feeling this way? And if I am, why? And trying to learn from that. But I feel like for me and like coworkers who felt like not motivated to work, it wasn't necessarily them, but it was the people around them that were saying, like, oh, well, I don't want to be here. I want to go home, like, blah, blah, blah. But to recognize, like, okay, well, that's how they feel. And maybe I feel the same, like, yeah, I totally don't want to work either. But, I mean, you can choose to see it as, like, hey, this is a job that gives me everything that I have, and I appreciate it. And, like, maybe this is just a stepping stone along your path, and you, you're going to be... <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be no, throwing shit around my big, apartment those are big stones <laughs> <laughs> but like anyway what I'm trying to say is <laughs> I keep like dripping all this on my shirt <laughs> it's the condensation on the glass <laughs> oh sorry I, I forgot we're naked oh my god no but I agree I think sorry I got really close to the mic everyone I might have screamed in your ear um, I agree I think it's about finding those pieces of peace like those moments of peace, not pieces of peace. I that. <laughs> so find those moments of peace in your day that can do whatever they need to for you. I love to drive because I live, I work way out in the country. Um, there's nowhere to eat, nowhere to, nothing like that. So I just like drive around and listen to my music and blast it and just do what I have to do for that moment, you know, and take that time to really do things I enjoy. Um, even if it's for that little hour or I listen to music I like throughout the day or podcasts, anything I can. Um, to just make sure that I'm disconnecting from work, even sometimes while I'm doing work, just because 
if it's data input, like I don't need to be super present for that as long as I'm typing correctly. Right. Um, That's why people are listening to this podcast while they are working. <laughs> exactly. We're getting, oh gosh. Imagine us being in your ear during a work day. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> You're welcome. No, <laughs> typically I feel like we're being listened to like while people are driving, but yeah, like I just, again, like this is something that's been known. Like I was just watching a movie that was kind of older and like <laughs> they're basically saying like, Hey, like you're not feeling this way. You just left someplace and that's what they were feeling. And you're carrying that over yeah. to right now. And that's not you. Like this has been a known thing and I don't want anybody to feel like I'm out of here, like spreading knowledge, but it's a reminder. And it's a reminder for me as well. Like sometimes, you know, we're around that one friend that's, negative or just you know going through something and then you kind of make it your own and that's not fair to you i think we all have a tendency to kind of take on those energies around us you know like we just our environment we are are part of our environment and ultimately like we have to be accountable for our environment too you know how how do we take care of ourselves that we can deal with that stuff um yeah, because you can't always control it. Like yeah, you can't said. control your environment, unfortunately. So, what are we doing in ourselves? And then, how do we like separate that and know um, that our environment is not is not us? That we're separate from it. Yeah, nurture nature, whatever. <laughs> oh, Cordo, little loud ass mouth. I swear, like I'm. I take calls like sometimes during the day. And, like, he likes to do this thing where he brings his food from, like, his food bowl all the way to my bedroom. <laughs> and he likes to eat just near me. And so he's all... I'm like, God damn it, Gordon. Looking at you in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I'm eating this food and you're just sitting there. Um, <laughs> oh, Gordon. My sweet boy. Anyway. So, I don't know. Before we move into, like, the refill, is there anything, like, more that you want to add? Because um, I only have, like, one thing. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we kind of covered what I what I was thinking about the like episode and how we could. I don't know. Not we don't want to be like stuck in our environment. We're not right. You know, like we have to kind of find ways to kind of pull ourselves out of that place and not like identify and disconnect with it. a little bit sometimes. That's really hard for you. Like, I can I can't like imagine. For, like for me, what do you mean? No, like for like your job. Oh, and, like, <laughs> I was like, I, how did you know that? <laughs> like you stay walking around negative as hell, and it's so hard to be around you sometimes. No, she said, it's so hard for you to be better. <laughs> <laughs> you really suck at like changing for the better, but you know. I wish you would try harder. <laughs> no, it, honestly, it can be really draining. But like I've said, I've created these things in my environment where I've had to say, like, you know what? I've done all I can do today. Like. I can't, I can't save these people, these people, that sounds Try not to be, like, too hard on yourself, basically. <laughs> yeah, you can't be too hard on yourself, because ultimately everybody has to make their own decisions, and for me, like, and this is the thing that's hard, I think, because I come from a perspective where I get to go home at the end of the day, whereas if you're living in that environment, that's the hard part of being able to separate, but I can tell you, what I tell all of the parents I work with, um, grandparents, parents, whoever's in the home, is... If you take care of yourself, the rest of it will really start to to come into play because, you know, if you're stressed out, your your family's going to feel that too. If you're feeling upset, it's that it's kind of the reverse of what we're talking about, you yeah. know? Being aware but, of, like, where you stand because people are affected by you as well. Exactly. Like, if, you know, we have to kind of hopefully be the good energy in the room and not contribute to the bad energy. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm saying, like, from this book to recognize, like, 
okay, this is the emotional environment that I'm coming out of, but I'm going to set intentions for this new moment and taking like, I don't know, however long you need, maybe like keep it under five minutes, but like take that moment to be like, okay, this is where I'm walking out of, but this is what I want to be and who I want to be moving into this next thing. I feel like if we all did that, it would make a huge difference for all of us and the people that were around. But to kind of like give you guys some final thoughts, because it's something that I definitely learned today, but like your emotions are a major guidance system. And something that I'm having to learn right now is that even though you may want something really badly, if you feel a lot more negative emotions about obtaining that thing, then positive emotions that's legit your i don't know god (laughs) or something in you guiding you away from it sometimes like what we want isn't always best for us like drugs no i'm just kidding (laughs) i don't know like whatever the fuck (laughs) but like it's just important to remember that pay attention to how you feel about certain things. Like if you are feeling really negatively after interacting with somebody, do something about that. Maybe address it with them or make your own changes, set your own boundaries. But it's just a really good indicator to change something. Otherwise you're just choosing to repeat that same negative feeling again. Yeah. And I don't want to like, I feel like this may come off as, um, well, the only phrase I can think of is victim blaming, which I know that's usually more for like sexual assault, but I don't want anyone to think that that means, like, I'm not doing enough. I hope it is more empowering and to say, like, I can take control of the situation by taking control of the things I'm doing on the outside, too. Um, That's a big issue with the parents we work with, too, is they often think, like, oh, great, now you just want me to, you know, add it to my list of things that I need to do. (laughs) But I feel that... It's more about like, you know, we can't control the environment we're in. We can't control the other pieces. We can't control the things that we do ourselves. And Mm -hmm. ultimately that's all we can control. So just keeping that in mind that it's not about like, oh, you know, add it onto the list of crap you have to do to make everything better. But remember that it's, that's, that's in your control, whether it's, I love to do yoga. So that's one of my things. Mm -hmm. Um, watching stupid shows, American dad, family guy, like those dumb, like cartoons, (laughs) love it. Um, whatever makes you happy is what you have to keep doing every single day. Um, find a little time to just take that for yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree with that no matter what it is. Um, but as always guys, as we wrap up here, you know where to find me. Definitely. I want to share, get you guys to share your thoughts. Um, if you'd like, but Definitely thank you guys so much for listening. Um, the show is um, found on Twitter under at BoozeEBanser25, Instagram at BoozeEBanser. And, of course, if you want to email anything to us, hit us up, BoozeEBanser25 at gmail.com. Um, those will be in the show notes, as always. Thank you so much, Ray Mike, for being here and sharing like your your wisdom in this, your experience in this, and... I, I know, like, you shared something that normally you would charge for. I really appreciate you doing that for the listeners. I'll send you the bill. <laughs> God damn it. If we get the Deep Eddie sponsorship, that'll suffice. <laughs> Deep Eddie Grapefruit Vodka. Um. No, Voodoo Ranger, um, when I did the IPA, they, like, reached out to me on Instagram. And they were just like, hey, like, you know, they commented on the post or whatever. Um, I've had a few people reach out for sponsorships. But I have um, a cousin who, well, God damn it.
Tim Acordo. <laughs> I have um, a family friend who kind of does like decals and like t-shirt stuff. So I think we're ready to send us some merch. Are you serious? Is yeah. This the announcement, the official announcement. Are you editing that later? <laughs> no, no, no. This is an announcement that I do plan on coming out with BYB merch, some decals with BYB, um, some things like that. Maybe a little pop socket on the back of your phone, yes. a little decal, um, things for your little tumbler cups so you're drinking water throughout every day like you're supposed to. Yes, yeah, drink water. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is. Um, it's yeah, stay works. healthy. That's a great piece way to keep yourself, your mind healthy, is your body healthy also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, Gordo. <laughs> I'm going to have to make like a tax ID for the, for the show and become an LLC. <laughs> yeah. We exactly. can have write-offs. We don't want to have any sort of like mixture, you know, in case we get sued for all of these sponsorships that are not official sponsorships. We're have to have like a death clause. If anything happens to me, you get like 50%. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. Me and Gordo I never it. said that. This one never recorded. <laughs> this is recorded. We're I mean, live. <laughs> God, you know what I mean? Anyway. <laughs> yes. You know where to find the show guys um hit us up and especially like if you feel very called to definitely like get a hold of ray mike reach out to the show is a great way i you know he has access to the social medias as well um twitter is probably the best for me yeah reach out to us on twitter it's out there and i'd love to connect with you all through that yeah um if y'all need resources guys for mental health help if that's one of the things that's going to help you like please let me know i know a lot of places i know a lot of people um Please reach out, and we can definitely get you hooked up with some help. Especially in this time of COVID, like, especially for, I know, myself, working from home, it's really hard to transition from, okay, I, I, now my home is my workspace, so it's kind of hard to kind of, like, I don't know, kind of shift into, like, relaxation when, like, you're still surrounded by your work. Mm. So anyway, just, guys, try to keep on top of your mental health and for me what that looks like is being active making sure that i work out at least three to four times a week um getting enough sleep like eating healthy um having positive interactions with others um doing things that make me laugh (laughs) even if that means like you know calling a friend or just watching a comedian but as always, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be putting out an episode next week, hopefully, and I hope you guys listen. Um, don't forget to rate and review. It's the best way, one of the best ways to get the word out of this podcast. So if you want to share it with your friends, do so definitely, please. But also, please leave me a good rating and review. I'd love that. Um, but yeah, love and good vibes always. And take care. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>